Hello and welcome back to I Have a Question. We need to work on the intro. Today we are going to be talking about travel. Right. So travel has become more and more popular um, now that things have opened up again in recent times after the pandemic and people are starting to travel again. You may be looking for your next destination. The thing with traveling is it's really not easy. First of all, financially, it's really hard for a lot of people to save up some money. It's hard to choose a correct destination, planning correctly so that you don't waste these hard-earned resources that you've gained. So let's start by looking at the best ways to sort of organize your trip. So let's start with the flights. All right, so with flights, what you want to do is you want to look as early as possible and you want to look for a range of dates. Now, a helpful tip, which might be obvious, is just look for different airports. So, for example, if there's a city between or a neighboring city on either side of you, even if the city's in the opposite direction, sometimes planes might take different paths and that might reduce the cost of the ticket by a little bit. Even if you save a couple hundred bucks on the ticket, in the end of your trip, it adds up. So planning in advance for a ticket is really important. Also, it's not always necessary to buy your return ticket at once. So you don't need to buy a ticket going there and coming back at the same time. What you could do is you could buy an outgoing ticket from one airline and an ingoing ticket on another airline. So sometimes it's actually cheaper by doing one on one airline, one on another, and you end up saving a whole bunch of money in the long run. Another tip that I found that was pretty useful for myself is um, your spending money. So you're going to want to have spending money allocated for your trip, obviously. But the important part for this, I think, is making sure that the necessities aren't included in the spending money. So let's say you have groceries and you have washing to do and you have a bus pass. Allocate for that separately. Spending money is supposed to do, as the label says, spending. You're not supposed to have to worry about When I buy this, can I buy this as well? It's all supposed to be taken care of ahead of time. Now, I understand that when people are going on vacation, it has different purposes for everyone. It's not always supposed to do the same thing. Sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's romantic. Sometimes you're planning to immigrate. It totally depends on what you're doing. But regardless, having a specific tool aimed at a specific task can really help. Another thing you can use once you arrive in the country is a lot of local transport like trains in europe for example have discount cards that you could buy now there's one in france that you can buy for example that's about 50 euros and you get 30 percent of all your trips now if you're someone who's going to be spending let's say upwards of a year in a country and off each trip you're going to be saving 50 to 60 dollars the card starts paying for itself pretty quickly so it's quite useful another useful tip for getting around If you don't want to use inner city transport, well, not that if you don't want to use inner city transport, but if you're looking to travel between cities, there's this ride-sharing apps. Uh, the ride-sharing apps are super useful. Um, there's one uh, called BlaBlaCar, which is really useful, and there's a whole bunch uh, abroad in the States and other parts of Europe as well. And it's just a great way of getting around. Someone will be leaving from, you can search by the location that you'd like to leave from, Um, you can filter by distance, by price, where they're going to be getting to. And it's a really cheap and affordable way if you don't want to go all the way to the city center to get yourself to a station. Specifically, if you're going to an urban city that's really, really busy and you don't want to have time or you want to maximize time where you already are, it can be super useful. 
Now, once you arrive in the city, it's going to be pretty important to be able to speak and actually communicate with people. So language learning apps are great. Translation apps, super important. There's Google, the classic one that everyone knows. There's also a better version called DeepL, which is another app that actually uses log like they all use logic, but it uses context to give more accurate translations. There's also a bunch of language learning websites, such as Quizzic, which is an AI tutor that really walks you through every step of the language up until a really, really advanced level that provides all sorts of resources, such as writing, reading, all that's great. I love it. Pay like a fee once a year, and it's really, really good. If you can't find a tutor, I think it's the closest thing you can get to a real-life person. Also, books, articles. Oh, there's a whole bunch of free resources nowadays that you can take advantage of. I really think before you go to the new country, you have a few phrases just to help you get by. And it also like really helps to grease the wheels. You know, once you go somewhere for the first time and someone realizes they're like, oh, you made an effort. Maybe you don't speak it fluently, but you at least did enough to be like, hey, sort of extending an olive branch. It really makes a big difference. And uh, yeah, it's really, really appreciated. Of course, you can always learn once you arrive, but having something ready beforehand can not only help like calm the nerves a bit, but like I said, it's it's appreciated when someone sees that, yeah, you're sort of out of your depth, but regardless, you made the effort. Okay, so now you've arrived, you're, you're in the country and you're wondering, okay, well, I want to see people. I want to do things. I don't just want to be in one spot for the whole time. Maybe you're not somewhere for a whole bunch of time and you really want to take advantage of the time you have there. Well, there's a bunch of options you can do. There's an app that I learned about recently, which is quite cool, which is called, hold on, Intonations. So Intonations is sort of a meetup for, uh, it's like an international community for uh, people who've come from abroad to a new country. Certain cities will have certain communities. You can invite each other. It's sort of like its own social network. And you can use it to meet up with people if you're trying to meet new people. There's also dating apps. Dating apps like Tinder, for example, have a whole bunch of options like date night, coffee date, or depending on the, the period of time that you can sort of filter by to look to meet new people. Um, other apps like Badu, um, you can filter by people that are nearby uh, on their mood, depending on what they're looking for. Also, depending on if the city you're going to is a university town, if there's a lot of like university students. You may have like a meetup for foreign exchange students, like a language meetup. That's like normally a, a weekly or bi-weekly thing where a whole bunch of people, regardless of whether you're 20 or 30, who are coming to learn a language in the country, sort of meet up and it just gives everyone a chance to meet some new people, be a bit social and just get out of the house a bit, which is super important. Um, another thing is you can sort of just wing it and just go into the city center, use those three, four phrases you've learned and just sort of see how it goes from there it's not always necessary to have everything planned and sometimes when things go wrong the adventure can sort of be the fun part even though in the moment you're like what the fuck i paid how much money to get everything to have all this happen to me fun story a little a little side note the first time i traveled i missed my connecting flight abroad because i took a long lunch and then as punishment from the gods after we missed our connecting flight, which was on a Sunday, I know, which is a big problem because everyone's sleeping, no one's working on a Sunday afternoon, we got robbed. And then because of all that, once we arrived, all our connecting transport and accommodation was delayed. So essentially for the first month, two months, we had like half the money we were supposed to and everything was out of order. So 
plan ahead, bring snacks and don't do what I did. Another small tip that I find that was helpful, like, I think just a routine. You know, when you get to a new place, I, I think the important part, which just may sound very self-helpy, but it kind of has some merit to it. Like, don't don't stress too much when things are out of whack. In the beginning, it's going to be weird. You might not cook or eat at the same time. You might not sleep at the same time. Um, you're doing, you might be meeting people at hours that you're not supposed to, hopefully not too late. Um, but I think you'll establish a routine eventually that'll come naturally. I think as lo- as long as you allow yourself just to sort of settle in, get set up, do what you need to, I think then things will sort of take care of itself. So I think finding a routine is super important and yeah, just embrace it. Just make sure you have sort of goals you're going to. I found like workouts are a great one. If you make yourself do a workout at a certain time, at least have one sort of anchor point and then allocate things around it. That'll really help things fall into place. Again, without trying to be too self-helpy. A few other things I thought was helpful is um, if you're coming from a country that has a weaker currency than the one you're in. So like, let's say, for example, I'm South African, right? So in South Africa, we have a currency called the Rand. Now, if you're going from that to the Euro... For your mental sanity, do not convert the price the whole time. You're going to drive yourself crazy. It's going to seem way more expensive and you're not going to want to do anything. You sort of just have to look at the prices, what it is, and just try your best to get used to it. It really helps. Otherwise, you're just going to be constantly stressing yourself out. And that's not the point of what. You, why are you there. Hopefully not. If you travel to stress, well, then um, do the opposite of what I said. Again, these are just sort of like tips. It's not no self-help guide or whatever sort of just uh, uh, things I've experienced that I thought well you know maybe if you don't do them it might help also there's a lot of we're talking about food now you know related to finances uh farmers markets are a great way you could sort of hit two birds with one stone if you want to perhaps meet new people and find fresh food you could Go to farmer's markets, see where people are there, just chat around. Um, and I think this goes for pretty much every city now. You know, the whole, this farmer's markets, all these uh, this cultural events where you can sort of do two things at once. So, yeah, um, travel's weird, especially if you're somewhere alone or even if you're with someone, if you're there for a long time, it sort of takes a while to get used to it. Um, don't worry, being uneasy or not being comfortable the whole t- sometimes is, uh, is good. You know, have to grow, have to learn, do new things, or whatever. But yeah, this was a bit of a, excuse me, this is a bit of a, a preachy episode, but I thought, you know, I'm currently abroad right now, so I thought, well, it's a bit of a pertinent topic, so why not? But I hope you guys enjoy this. It's a bit of a bit of a shorter, bit of a different episode, just sort of trying to figure out where the episodes are going right now. So if you like it, you don't like it, let me know. And uh, until then, see you next time. Hello there, Daniel from the future. One thing I forgot to mention is another cool thing that you can do if you want to take advantages of prices that are available only overseas. You could perhaps look at the prices that are available in the country that you're going to with the use of a VPN, for example. Now, obviously, in certain places of the world, this is no longer possible. Like in the US, they're trying to pass some bill relating to VPNs. In China, it's really difficult. But... You can always, you don't, it doesn't even have to specifically be the country you're going to. You could just browse around, hop from country to country with VPN and just sort of see where the cheaper prices are and then book as if you're from there. Because um, like I said, the prices differ and depend. Obviously, it depends on the economy and the strength of the currency where the booking is being done in. 
So if you play around with that, you could probably get yourself some good discounts. Also, discounts like Honey. And um, yeah, I think the more you're familiar with just looking for travel, try going off season, obviously, as well. And then, yeah, but the VPN is a really big one. If you can just look at the point of view from your country, um, you could save a few bucks. And in the end, save a penny here and there, it really starts to add up. So I just thought that I'd add that because I thought it was a bit of an important one. Um, but I hope you guys stay well and until next time, bye-bye.